0: Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our garden. Every couple of weeks we'll be looking at a different bird, and this week we'll be looking at the fantastic and always entertaining coltit. tit. Long before they invented binoculars, the term titmouse was given to any small bird which couldn't be easily identified. Over the centuries, this name has become abbreviated to tit, a term which has become associated with anything tiny, such as tit, bit, titch, or titter. We know better now, but although the term has become more specific, it isn't fully accurate. There are eight species of bird occurring in Britain which bear the title tit. Two of these, the bearded tit and the long-tailed tit, are still inaccurately named, since they belong to different families, and are only called tits because their small size and acrobatic nature. The remaining six members of the tit family in Britain are Blue, Great, Coal, Marsh, Willow and Crested, which occurs only in the Highlands of Scotland. Of these six, only the first three commonly turn up in gardens. The coltit is the smallest and probably the least well known. Imagine a rather bleached out mini great tit, tumbling about with all the energetic charm and agility of a blue tit and you've got a coltit. Then look for the distinctive white patch on the back of the neck to confirm its identity. All three were originally woodland birds, feeding mainly on seeds and insects and nesting in tree holes. To avoid coming off third best against its bigger rivals in the contest for food and nest holes, the Coltit specialises in living in coniferous woodland and trees. Its fine beak is ideal for probing between needles and delving into cracks in bark for insects or extracting seeds from open pine cones. It also has larger feet and longer claws than other tits, which give it a good grip on the bark and slippery needles. In Poland, their common name translates to pine tit. Generally, coal tits are attracted to gardens where there are pines, firs, larches and yews growing. Even so, you are unlikely to see much of them during the summer, when they spend most of their time in the upper branches, searching for insects aphids, moths, caterpillars, weevils, flies and bugs to raise their families. Become the winter, coal tits become regular visitors to seed feeders full of Peter and Paul Four Seasons, Peter and Paul Clean Plate and Peter and Paul Vivid Colour, where they are lightning-fast raiders, quickly darting in to snatch a small morsel and carry it off to eat in peace elsewhere. If they hang around too long, they're likely to be mugged by great and blue tits. In mild winters, coal tits may gang up with other tits to roam through the local woodland, dividing the spoils between them. Unlike other tits, the coal tit is happy to feed from the ground, especially under beech trees that have dropped plenty of beech mast, or underneath bird tables with plenty of split seeds. The coal tit is the tiniest tit in Europe and one of the smallest birds in Britain. Its pale colouring and lack of any bright yellow or blue plus the definitive patch of white feathers on the back of its neck mark it out from the other two common garden tits, the blue tit and the great tit. Both male and female coltits have a black cap, throat and bib. It's hard to see but his bib is slightly larger and more triangular than hers. White patches on the cheek, olive grey underparts, double white wing bars, pale buff breast deepening to brown on the flanks, belly and rump. Juveniles are practically the same, but browner above, and the underparts' cheek, nape and wing bars have a much more yellowy tinge. The male sings wachoo chu, almost all year round, especially between January and June. Both males and females frequently use a plaintive, high-pitched tissue tissue call, which is often mistaken for the call of another tiny, conifer-dwelling bird, the goldcrest. tits prefer to build their nest in empty great spotted woodpecker holes or natural tree holes, usually low down on a dead or decaying tree stump. They will occasionally have to use crevices in stone walls, among tree roots or empty mouse holes when their preferred nest sites are not available. The female builds the nest and assembles a cup of moss and dry leaves, woven together with spider silk, and she line it with wool, rabbit and mouse fur, and the occasional feather. She'll lay between 7 and 12 eggs, usually around mid-April, and her small eggs are smooth and glossy and white with reddish-brown speckles. The female incubates the eggs by herself, but after the young hatch they are fed by both parents. If blue tits allow them, cold tits will nest in bird boxes with small entrance holes in your garden. You can make the bird box more appealing to cold tits by positioning it low down because blue tits prefer a nest higher up. During the summer, you'll hardly know cold tits are there, but they are great to have around, especially if you're a keen gardener. They're an avid insect feeder, so provide lots of free pest control. It's during the winter that coltits become more noticeable, and they love black sunflower seeds and sunflower hearts. Although they will eat Peter and Paul clean plate, and Peter and Paul vivid colour, they love Peter and Paul four seasons. Putting out a seed feeder full of it, you should attract coltits to your garden. But they're quite shy at bird feeders, and you'll often see them dash in, grab a beak full, and dash off again as soon as another bird arrives to feed. They prefer to feed on a hanging seed feeder, but they will also nip down to a table if it has seeds they like. Peter and Paul bird foods are the first UK wild bird mix made with no compromise. There is no other commercial mix available with the uncompromising quality of Peter and Paul. Free from wheat and fillers, and guaranteed to attract a greater abundance and diversity of birds to your garden. Peter and Paul seed mixes have been blended with Nutravio, a unique natural seed coating that is a digestible energy source, which inhibits bacterial growth. This can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs, including Salmonella and E. coli. Many other seed mixes available contains filler seeds and other products that many of their favourite garden birds just won't eat. As much as 60-70% of a bag of birdseed can contain these filler seeds, and that will end up uneaten and wasted on the ground, where it's likely to rot, germinate, or potentially attract garden pests, things like mice and rats. You'll not find any of these filler seeds in a bag of Peter and Paul. Coal are quite clever birds. They wedge surplus nuts and seeds into slits in bark, among pine needles, or patches of moss and lichen all places they would normally look for food. Usually a coltit eats its stores within a few days, as long as great tits don't get to them first, and if they can remember where they stash them. But if you notice a sunflower starts growing in an odd place round your garden, you can usually blame an absent-minded coltit that has forgotten where it left the seed. Cold tits don't migrate, and rarely move far away from where they were born though a few continental birds do winter here, especially in the southeast. In a mild winter, coltits may gang up with other tits and roam through the local woodland, dividing up the spores between them. Coltits are common and widely distributed. Over 650,000 pairs breed in Britain each summer, but harsh winters and poor seed crops can lead to the deaths of many of these small birds. The recent warmer winters and increased garden feeding has helped the population to increase slightly. Whether you live in a town or country, you can help to look after coltits and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes having food and water for them. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at wwwpeter and hyphen paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful pets corner stores and the nearest store to you can be found in the pets corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk well that's it from me i hope you've enjoyed it for further birds please continue to check out the stream and i look forward to speaking to you soon